Welcome back to the Win the Daily Podcast for today. It is August sixth, August seventh, two thousand nineteen. I still want it to be August sixth because uh, the Mets won again last night. A little bias to start off from the show with two Mets fans, uh, Scott Engel King and our founder and CEO Jason Mizrahi. Uh, you know, Jason, uh, the Mets. This is not DFS related, but the Mets will go for the sweep on Thursday afternoon. So let me ask you a question. You know, we we got you on. Me and Stryker were talking about uh, the Mets, and he actually did research because he wanted to. I don't know what he wanted to do, but he did research, and he was speaking about these Mets and the schedule they got upcoming. We watched the team a lot. You know the team very well. I know the team very well. Did you look at this upcoming schedule, and what do you really honestly believe is going to happen to these Mets? Should I start believing are they going to make the playoffs in a wild card, or is this schedule coming up against the Phillies, the Nationals, and these road trips that they got to go on? This is going to crush the dreams like they usually do. Yeah, well, you and Stryker tend to be doom and gloom, you know, especially since you're also a Jet fan. I don't know if he is, but when you're a Jet fan, it creeps into being a Met fan. Look, they've beaten who they're supposed to beat. So, uh, you know, and with that kind of pitching, I think they have a chance. All right, let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. I I would love to see it happen. I would love to go to the games. You know, I want to see him make a run. So I'll be happy if that happens. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's we're gonna jump to the night slate here because uh, Jason's gonna be very busy during the day, and so will all of you. So uh, you know, we'll we'll jump right to the night slate here. It'll be uh, starting off with Seattle against uh, against the Padres. Uh, Joey Lucchese, seven and six with a 4.23 ERA. He's getting close to his innings limit from last year. How many innings we don't know, uh, but uh, you say Kikuchi is one and seven with a 7.65 ERA in his last dozen starts. Uh, I figure you have to at least go with some Padres bats against yeah, you want, Kikuchi here. Yeah, you want Machado, Tatis, Renfro. Um, that's where I'm going to start. There, it's a pretty you know, nice matchup. You get the platoon split. Um, like you said, Kikuchi's been pretty terrible as of late. And he don't want to face these righties. That's San Diego's, you know, strong suits. You can even get a guy, you know, cheap in the outfield like Will Myers if he gets to start. Uh, Manuel Margot if he gets to start. See what the line of the rolls out from these these Padres. But I like a Myers, Margot, Tatis, Machado, uh, stack. Uh, I think it'll definitely work on FanDuel, potentially on DraftKings as well. Um, kind of sneaky, but it's a five-game slate, so you know there's going to be other spots, but it's probably going to be one of the best stack spots on the night uh, for me. I wish it was in a better park, um, but you know maybe you know they get to him and get to a bullpen and they put up a lot of runs. Maybe not so many home runs, but maybe lots of doubles and triples in the gap. All right. Uh, so quickly we'll move on to Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. Uh, it has been unconfirmed, but we're believing that Junior Guerra is going to make the start for Milwaukee against Pittsburgh. Trevor Williams, who started to turn things around recently, uh, over his last five outings, he's got a 3.46 ERA. Uh, pitched well against the Mets at home last time out. Uh, Guerra is somebody you can hit, but uh, I, you're not gonna, you're not going to go stacking in, uh, you know. With, with Pirates, and I don't think there's too much upside. <laughs> this game is making me sick. Yes, yeah, so I don't want to take a break, I think... Scotty. Why don't you take a break? I don't want 
No, I'm having not so great of a day. I don't want you to die on the podcast, so I'll take over for I'm, a second. I'm, I'm okay. You I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just, uh, you know, Junior Guerra makes me sick. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Williams is, he's pitched okay, uh, but I don't know if this is ideal, uh, ideal pitcher to run a Brewer stack against. Um, not a Brewer stack. Brewers have been kind of cold as of late. But I'll, I'll jump on a mini stack of Yelich and Moustakis. Um, Yelich been hitting home runs as of late, heating up, leading the league in home runs. I believe he's got 39 now. So, you know, Yelich is in a good spot here. Moustakis, not a full-blown Milwaukee stack, but a two-man stack with them, too. I can't deny that being a good, you know, an opportunity to maybe get them a little bit lower owned in a, in a pitcher's park. We have a smaller slate. You know, you have to pay up for certain spots. Yelich is going to be one of the top. Top guys to pay off of. I think so. All right, you got the Yankees and the Orioles. It's John Means against James Paxton. Uh, last time out, Paxton with a quality start. Uh, Means is returning from the injured list, so I don't know how much they're going to stretch him out. Uh, Paxton's 9,000. Means is 6,700. Not, not, not the kind of lineup I want to run a Yankee stack against either because I do like Means. Uh would you like Paxton at 9,000 on DraftKings? You're going to have to take a chance on somebody here. Um, you know, on DraftKings, you got to pick two guys. On FanDuel, it's tough enough. It's a weak pitching slate. Um, you got a couple guys that make some sense. Baltimore does strike out. Um, Paxton, you know, can get out there and strike people out. He's coming off his good starts, but he's been really shaky, unreliable this year. So I don't think, you know, on Wednesday night, I don't think there's one guy from a pitcher perspective they should go all in on. Because I can see myself getting a couple shares of Paxton, a couple shares of Rodriguez that were mentioned, maybe a couple shares of Zach Gallen, and we'll have to see how much uh, Scott likes Jason Vargas, depending on price. He can make some sense. You know, so I think pitching is wide open. I don't think there's one guy that I really, really want, and there's not really – you know, too many guys that I really want to avoid fully because you're going to have to take a chance on, on a lot of these guys. So I'm just going to split up my exposure, and, and Paxton will be a guy that I have some exposure to. Maybe 20%, 30% of my lineups will have someone who has the upside with Paxton. And from from a from a Yankees perspective, if I, if I see Means on a pitch count and he's maybe going 60, 70 pitches, it'll be a time to tack on, you know, some more Yankees bats, but... Yankees are a little bit cold. Means is pretty good. Uh, he's did well before he got injured. So I think, you know, I don't want to go with a full stack. But if I know I'm getting more of this Baltimore bullpen, and I only, I only think Means will maybe stick around for maybe three to four innings, then I might have some more interest. But, you know, I don't want to do a full stack with the Yankees if I know Means is pitching six, seven innings. Yeah, I think I know where I'm going with my two pitching picks. Uh, if I'm on a two-pitcher side, they'll be in the next two games. Kansas City at the Red Sox. Eduardo Rodriguez is 10,000. Best catch game pitcher. Maybe can uh, anchor my, uh, you know, my my GPP lineups as well. On his last 13 starts, he's nine and two with a 3.35 ERA. Going against Glenn Sparkman, who got battered by the Twins last out, 5.58 ERA. So. Uh, I'm all about the Red Sox stack on the night slate tonight, uh, you know, especially against Glenn Sparkman. Ben Tenney's 5,300. Jackie Bradley Jr. gives you a lefty-righty split. He's only 3,800. Christian Vasquez, 4,100. Uh, you know, Michael Chavis, only 4,400, but he doesn't give you the split. 
Uh, I think there's enough combinations here. Uh, you know, Devers, you've really got to spend it up at 5,600. Uh, JD is 53. I'd rather go there. But Devers does give you the lefty-righty split. Enough balance there for me to really go with a Red Sox stack. And Erod will be my top pitching pick. Yeah, I like Erod. I think it makes a lot of sense. Casey's a team that I want to target for the rest of the year. I think they kind of mailed it in. Um, so we can definitely target pitches against them. Erod being one of the safer options because he's going against the, one of the weaker offenses here. Um, Boston kind of let me down on on Tuesday night. I'm going to have to go back to the well a little bit. Hopefully they become a little bit under-owned. I think in a, in a slate like this, you know, off the radar here, um, not really talking specifically about this slate. Um, I think in small slates like this when there's no clear-cut options, this is a day that you want to enter, you know, multi-lineups. There's only five games. So if you want to get exposure to each stack and you're going to be risking $50 or $100 or $500, you might as well, you know, split up your stacks because there's no guaranteed locks of this slate. I don't believe to be. Um, so there's only 10 teams to pick from. So I would feel comfortable maybe making five to 10 lineups and, and getting exposure to each of these stacks. You know, I can see in a case where in a five game slate, if you do take KC and Rodriguez becomes a high owned pitcher, that you can eliminate 50% of the field who took Rodriguez. And if you have KC on top of that, and KC does well and blow him up, which is possible with a guy like Rodriguez, then you're really eliminating 70, 80% of the field by just getting an under-owned stack against a high-owned pitcher. So I think, you know, on Wednesday night, I think you want to get a lot of shares of a lot of teams. And a short slate like this, you can pretty much play every team and hope that one of your teams do really, really, really well. So I'm going to have a very free... You know, free-spirited approach to, you know, Wednesday night. But I do like Rodriguez, and I will go back to the well with Boston as well. All right, very interesting and a, approach, and that's how Jason's won a lot of money. Uh, Philadelphia to Arizona, Jason Vargas for 8000 will be my second pitcher. He's only had two bad starts all year against Zach Allen, 9200 uh, making his Arizona debut. Uh, for me, for me, it's it's Vargas. You know, he's been quality just about almost every time out this year. I'm sure somewhere on some site, somebody's going to say stack against him. But that I think that that ship sailed long ago. I don't think I think it's a perfect night to stack against him. I think it's a perfect night to pitch him again. You know, I don't think Vargas is as bad as people make him out to be. I'm starting to believe that you know he's he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing, but at the same time. If you look at his game logs, they are games every four or five, maybe six games where he gets blown up and gets knocked out in the first inning, and this could be one of those. So a guy like Cattell Marte, you know, um, there's a couple of guys in here that you're going to want to, you know, take shots with. Um, Christian Walker, like I said, Marte. There's, there's a couple of guys that I'm going to take shots with, and I think you can play, you know, you can play Vargas, you can play a D-back stack, um, and you'll be safe on both sides. And, you know, as far as the Phillies go, another team that you can attack with, Gallon is 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 good, but you know they can get to him. I'm not gonna really. They're not gonna be one of my higher own stacks because I, I like Gallon. I like Gallon more than I like Vargas, and I like the D-backs more than I like Philly in this spot. So I'll probably have more shares of Gallon and the D-backs than Vargas and the Phillies. But I'm not against both sides here. Yeah, I think it, you're you're thinking too far back with those uh, those one inning sort of games. There was two of them early in the year, and he never had any again. 
No, that's, I'm just saying on a, on a short slate, there's five games. You know, Arizona's projected to come in as the favorite of this game. They're projected to win this game. They're projected to score more runs than them. So even though Vargas is good, he's on the road in Arizona. And there's a couple of guys here, and Adam Jones or Wilmer Flores, uh, Cattell Marte, Christian Walker, that can hit from the platoon side. And maybe they, they score three or four runs off him, and they each hit a home run off him, and they'll still be good, and they'll be under-owned as far as that goes. Yeah, well, I personally have not been recommending a stack against Jason Vargas all year. So, uh, but if you're going to do it, you're going to do it somewhere. You know, you do it on the road. He's got a worse ERA on the road than at home, although it's been blown up by maybe one start there where he allowed six runs. That was his worst start of the season. But I think he's had all but one, two quality starts since early in the year. But, uh, I, I guess, you know, uh, I'm a Jason Vargas backer, and, uh, you know, he's he's not going to beat me up in the clubhouse. He's got Let no me ask you a question. Vargas or Stroman, who are you happier with? Uh, to me, I think they do about the same thing. But, you know, Stroman's a ground ball guy. Uh, you know, Vargas, you get to, a lot of appealing – people get the feeling that he's overachieved, but I think that they wanted to get him out of that clubhouse. And, you know, Stroman was an all-star this year. So I think obviously uh, Stroman's the better choice, but uh, Vargas pitched better than anybody expected. I got you. All right. We'll see how it plays out, man. I know he's a Long Island boy too. So he's probably going to want to pitch better. He's younger building for the future. So if they don't make it, you know, to the World Series and win it all this year. They have a younger guy in Stroman that will hold more value than a guy like Vargas. Well, just think playoffs first before you do World Series. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we go, though, you know, we will have uh, preseason fantasy football coverage on the site starting later today. Uh, we'll be breaking out all the positions and all the preseason games. Make sure you get a premium gold membership because it gives you access to all sports, not just baseball. Sounds like a plan. I'll be checking it out myself. All right. Thanks a lot, Jason, and we will see you tomorrow on the podcast. Later, guys. Make sure you cut that intro, Scott, because in the intro, you 